Hello and welcome to Making Mediumship the Norm, the podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Espinasi, known as New Zealand's Modern Medium, and I have been very privileged over the years to connect thousands of people to their loved ones in spirit, whether that be through one-on-one readings to my sellout Whispers from Above shows. I'm excited to be able to bring you this podcast where together we are going to be bringing mediumship into the everyday homes, the everyday hearts and everyday conversations. Whether you are here seeking solace after the loss of a loved one, needing guidance on your life's journey, or simply you have a curiosity to explore the mysteries of the universe, the Making Mediumship the Norm podcast is here to support you. My intention with each episode is to help you bridge the gap with life beyond this earth. So without further ado, let's tap into today's episode. Hello, beautiful, gorgeous humans. I am so honored and excited to share with you our special guest today. And I know that you're just going to lavish her up. She is one of my favorite humans. And I have the absolute honor and pleasure to be her first podcast interview ever. (laughs) Starting her on this journey of her impacting the world. And so I want to introduce you to the one, the only, Helen Gibson, that is a multifaceted guide and healer. Hello, my beautiful Helen. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. My my voice gets really high-pitched when I'm like super excited. So let me bring it back down so people <laughs> don't have to adjust the volume on their, on their earbuds. So my beautiful Helen... You are one of these incredible people in my life who is growing and ascending and sharing the gifts that God has given you to truly impact the world. And it's such an honor to see that and to be a part of your journey. So you and I have known each other from when this recording happens for over two years something like that over two years. So Helen is one of those people that's in all the things that I kind of do. And she is just phenomenal, phenomenal. So first, how did you kind of come across me? Like, how did I come into your world? I was actually doing a mediumship course with, with another coach and she gifted us your set of cards, the whispers from above cards. And then I just went searching to find you and then I watched your live card reading and I was like, holy crap, I need to be in this person's world. She's amazing. Your energy was so vibrant and active and activating is the word I wanted to use, sorry, more activating and I just, everything resonated so deeply for me when I watched you and then I joined in your masterclasses and just, I just, because your energy is just so uplifting to me and, and it resonated deep. Like I could really feel like we had a connection there. So I really loved that. Yeah, me too. I uh, sometimes, I mean, I love everybody. Just put it out there to everyone listening because I'm just a lover of love and that's what we are as consciousness, right? We're just basically all the people are just us. But there are certain like clients that come into my life that end up being like my soul tribe, like my 
people that I just know I'm going to walk the rest of my life on planet earth with and then do crazy shit in the spirit realm with later and you're one of those people I just know oh. that we were brought into each other's lives and it was like hi hi human there you are we found each other hello um that's what it was like for me and I know for people listening that sometimes we have these connections with people that we just can't explain. We're just like, I'm so drawn to that person. What is it about them that I just can't get enough of? And it's just so cool for me as not just a mentor in your life, but I feel like we're truly friends and seeing you grow from strength to strength to strength to strength. So I'm glad that my cards... Where the way that you came into my world, <laughs> the whispers from above cards, right? So I'd love for you to share your journey. How did you kind of get into all of this? And I'm sure there's like lots of intricacies, but what kind of started your spiritual awakening? And and then how did it kind of lead to you now being such a powerhouse spiritual teacher, leader, healer, all the things that you do? So there's lots of moments, but to put it into one particular moment, I was doing some healing on a person and I was just so aware of what was happening. I'd, ha- I'd had some, sorry, about the spiritual awakening. I'll go back a step. I jumped a little bit too far in the future there, but to go back, I'd had some circumstances where I'd kind of had to like everything crumbled and then I had to like go, okay, I'll do what I need to do. I'll do what you want me to do if you just get me through this experience, you know. I was having such a tough time and then I'd stepped into doing some access bars and some healing stuff and I was playing and I was kind of delving. All cards have always interested me, you know. I was sort of by my set of cards and da-da-da-da. Anyway, I was doing these healings and I was sensing so much and I was just, it would just pour out of me, like, the guidance for these people and they were having these shifts and I was like, okay, I need. I think I need to, like, look into this a little bit more and understand this. Because I've, I felt like there had to be a, real, a bit of a process that happened or I wanted to trust myself more in that process. But I've explored many different things, many different types of healing and guidance and just to try and figure out what works for me and what feels good for me. Yeah, and I love that you say that. Hold on. Before we, like, move on to anything, how many set of Oracle cards do you have? Is it as <laughs> much as me? Probably not quite as much as you, but I've probably got like, oh, about maybe 25, maybe more. (laughs) I have like 50, but that's also because I had to get rid of a whole bunch because I I probably had close to 100 decks of Oracle cards. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if I need quite that many uh, (laughs) in life. But what I also want to just circle back to what you said is you explored a lot of things right? You dabbled in healing, you dived into like intuitive work, mediumship, all the things. And I feel that that is such an important part of actually uncovering our gifts and which gifts we're going to share with the world. Because as you know, because you've been in all the things that I do, is that we're all healers, intuitives, channelers, we're all the things. 
but there are going to be like certain divine gifts that are our sacred medicine in the world. And we're never going to know what those are. We're never going to know what we're truly here to do in the world unless we kind of play, play in this realm and kind of dabble and go, oh, let me learn about this. Oh, let me learn about that and this and that. And one of the things I see you do a lot is human design as well. Like you're really like diving into, into this aspect from a real spiritual point of view as well, which is kind of like encompassing all of your gifts that you have been not just dabbling because you are pretty phenomenal, that you've been on a journey of mastery with. So tell us like, what was it like maybe coming out of like the spiritual closet or starting to actually say to people, yeah, this is what I do. I'll be honest, it was exciting, but also scary. I actually went out then went back in and then went back out it's kind of like that oh shit, that's know. a bit scary I and then I, I totally relate <laughs> but it's it's like liberating if I can put a word to it it's like this opening of like yes and and then in that moment sometimes you can go into that like oh shit did I actually just tell everyone I do that like and yeah it's like trusting I have yeah so it's a, it, it, you go, babes. <laughs> I, I was like, it's it's very liberating, but it, I feel like for me, it it happens in. I have to be really safe in my body for that to to be acknowledged and and really put out there. And the first time around, I probably wasn't very grounded when I opened up a little bit. And the second time now, where I've kind of really opened up more and more, it is like I feel very settled in my body a lot more calmer <laughs> and grounded and something like I don't know about you but I remember when I first came out I was like I'm a psychic medium yeah I was like I had no freaking idea what I was doing like I mean I'm not as in like I didn't know how to do readings or whatever but I had no idea where it was going <laughs> now 12 years later here I am but it's like every evolution is such a liberation but it's also like oh my gosh, I feel even more stripped naked now because people are really seeing like the true version of how I'm here to be source in in this body as Melissa. Do you feel that way too? Like, I do. I feel like you just have to keep showing up and adding those pieces in and, and um, it gets your nervous system used to it. It gets, you know, you used to that of this is actually me like far out like I get to share this with people because yeah. it's been sitting in there dormant for a little while going oh I'm ready <laughs> here it goes yeah I know I'm like how are people gonna take this evolution of Melissa is sometimes how I feel like can they handle the jandal because now I do some pretty wacky awesome shit and I'm just like Oh, I don't know. I don't know what people are going to think. But, you know, I feel the more we are on this journey of mastery, the more we are sharing our gifts, actually, the more people resonate. I've had more amazing people come into my life probably in the last month or two than I have like ever. And I am doing like the most what feels like the most vulnerable parts of myself, sharing especially light language and all the things that I do. And it's like, oh, okay, 
maybe there's something to this whole uh being really in service and in full vulnerability with our gifts and that's something that I really admire about you Helen is you share yourself with so much confidence with so much I want to say like deep authentic genuine truth and it's so magnetic like I love watching everything that you do but I know that it didn't always happen that way so no, how did you kind of get to this place of I don't know if we don't ever not care what people think but how did you get to this place of well this is who I am I'm going to share my gifts and if you love it love it great and if you don't bye-bye There's a few experiences that kind of awakened that part of me. Um, a lot of it's around watching other people and and when they step in, like when you stepped into your light codes this year, like it was like a permission piece for so many people, like that that permission piece. There was a lot of moments of kind of like, like we're not running out of time. I'm just going to put this in the way. We're not running out of time, but I was going, I looked at this at myself recently and went, I am 45 this year and You're 45 you know, this year. I know. T- tomorrow. Tomorrow's yeah. my birthday. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I'm dropping and, the podcast on your birthday. So when everyone's listening, it's your birthday. Oh beautiful. Thank you. Um and it was like, have I you know, done enough in this lifetime? Have I lived out myself fully? I'm not saying I'm going to pass away tomorrow, but, you know, I, am I living fully? Like that's what the awareness I came to recently was like, I really need to step into me, like, and stop holding back because I don't want to be 70 and go, shit, I, I missed that opportunity, like, to do that. And um, I really like. I really, there's something you said about truth and vulnerability earlier. And when I, when I, I observe the world, sometimes I can see the falsities and it can be quite um, in your face as well. And I don't want to be like that. And I was being a little bit like that before when I first opened up to trying to experiment in my journey of what I was doing. And I was, I felt like there was this fakeness that was kind of happening. Is this so like more to... like the fake it till you make it or more like showing a version of yourself that isn't necessarily you, but that's the kind of way everybody's showing up, so let's show up that way? Yes, yes, that, yeah. And it was, I I felt like it was, um, but underneath I knew there was a level of me trying to prove myself to everybody, like proving this energy. And I had to do a lot of self-reflection and human design really helped me with that. It's like a lot of taking layers away, taking things like trying that. Well, I don't know, I think that works for me, you know, that kind of energy. And then going, okay, this is actually me. Like it, it, you can actually feel it when you're not being you and you are being you. But we have to be in our body and regulated for that to happen. So, and- yeah. And it's a process, isn't it, honey? It is. It's, I, I would love to say to someone, I say this to my clients all the time. 
I would love to tell you exactly what to do right now and I would love to give you the answers and fix you right now, but it's not how it works. It's a lot of self-reflection. A lot of it was. All right. Oh, if only it was literally that easy to be like, one session, ta-da, done. Um, yeah, it's not. And this is what I also talk about. And, you know, part of being in the Oracle membership, which you're in, is like there's so many layers to everything. And it doesn't all just happen in a week or in a day or in a year. Like there are so many different layers to like the one thing and you think oh I've already worked on this like haven't I healed from this and blah 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 and you're like and then it shows up and you're like oh right it's nothing is just there's no quick fixes no matter what anybody out there is telling you in the world I know that I say that I have like the most powerful healings in the world right uh but it's like I can't fix you in one session like it doesn't work that way and there it's incremental and that's I feel something people don't realize and that's why they keep jumping from one person to the next person to the next person to the next person see it in the coaching industry see it like with I call them psychic junkies you know it's like they just want to hear the one thing and it doesn't work that way it is a process same with mastering our gifts like you and I have been immersed in what we do for, well, for me, I feel like it's been lifetimes, same as you, because you've been on planet Earth a fair few times as well. Yes. Immersed in this for decades. Like we didn't just wake up one day and go, ta-da, I'm a healer or I'm a guide or I'm this. It's like it took years and years and years and also stuff that people don't see. Like the amount of hours I spent in the power, which is what I teach in, reunited right Mm. the the amount of like psychic readings I've given or all the things to have the intuition that I do and it's the same with you like people only see the top of the iceberg and they think oh I can do that right every man and his dog now that has oracle cards things that they can give psychic readings and I'm like oh my gosh no 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 do you even understand the mechanics of how this stuff works and this is what I love about you is your integrity and you serve your clients to the highest level because you've done the work. And not only have you done the work, you continue to do the work. You're fully immersed in your own growth and your development, your own mastery. And that is something I admire and I totally like commend you. Oh, thank you. And, and you know, if I don't know or I can't support that person, I will pass them to someone that can you know what I mean I'm not going to pretend that I can do that thing for them and they you know their safety and and if I'm pretending to be something and I'm trying to you know heal this person and it's not aligned for me and them it, it I, I can't work with that person you know and it's not going to support them it's actually going to create damage so yeah. we have to really, like, I'm happy to, like, go, nope, Melissa's your girl. Like, you go there, go that way, or whoever the person is, like, because I might not have those skills yet. You know, I have them, but they may not be awakened in me yet, like, or uncovered. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's such a good point because a few years ago I was like, I'm a business coach because I had a mentor that was like, you're such a highly gifted intuitive, be a business coach. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
I'm actually really not a good business coach because I don't really, I'm not a businessy kind of person. Like I'm like, give me the energetics of everything. Like I'm your girl for energetics, all of that kind of stuff. But so for a while I was like a business coach and I was like, yeah, this isn't me. And then I just, my, my whole identity just kind of fell through. You would have been around there because that was the year you met me. And yeah. I kind of was like, what the hell am I doing? Um, and so sometimes we can get caught up in what other people are telling us to be. And that's why the industry of spiritual spiritual development or personal development can at times be quite detrimental. You have to be really mindful who you are working with. And that feels in alignment, like whether it's a client, whether it's a mentor. And I love that you have that integrity piece. Like you're one of the very few people that I fully know is so in integrity. And because of that, you're going to be truly like a global sensation. So everybody, you heard it first here. You heard it first here. <laughs> Helen Gibson is just going to be this global sensation because your heart is so pure and that is so rare to find. Thank you. Yes, the integrity piece is huge for me, especially like when I'm talking about, you know, money like if I, if a client comes to me and they can't afford something I say to them you know your family's way more important like integrity is so important to me in that sense like I check in do you have the space for this do you have the money for this you know and do you feel that safety between us you know you have to feel that connection like checking in in that kind of stuff because that's so important because if someone is going on you know trying to pay for something and they can't afford it it's like they're still in fight they're in flight mode because they're like how am I going to make this money work and there's an aspect of yes we have to believe that money's going to come to us but there's also that aspect of you know making sure that they're safe in that because you know we have such an impact on their life that it can throw them into these really really severe states and I have experienced some people not from my actual healing work but they've come to me very damaged from it and it's really it's not nice and they're they're quite you know it's, it affects their mental health it affects their physical body it affects their whole world shuts down so we have to be really mindful and that's why I am so like I check in really clearly with them and I say you know it's okay if you come back in a month I'm still going to be here I still have the same offering for you you know <laughs> Yeah. You don't have to rush into these things. Sorry, I went on a bit of a tangent there and took you. No, but it, it's <laughs> such a good tangent because I'm an Aries and gosh, do and I'm a manifesting generator, same as you. Yes. I really don't think things through. I'm like, if it's a yes, I'm a yes and I'll figure it out later. And I have made so many investments that I'm like, oh my God, that has kept me in survival mode for so long. And, you know, I think as people that are here to truly serve humanity and rise and ascend humanity, our hearts are so big. I know you and I are so, so, so similar and our passions and our missions that we just want to do the stuff now to the full impact that is <laughs> like, that we're here to on, do, right? I know. It's like, come on, universe, I'm ready. Um, and so I'd love for you to share like, 
what do you kind of do with your clients? Like what do people come to you for? A lot of times they're in maybe a crisis in their life or they are ready to kind of take another growth level, but they're not sure how that's going to look for them. A lot of people I see are in that flight mode. They are going and they're working so freaking hard that they're burning their physical bodies out. They're not getting the results, so they're getting really resentful. And so there's a process I go through with them and it, sometimes, it, like I, I've been working with people for 12 months, like, and they're starting to see results now. Sometimes it can be, like you say, quantum leap things. Depending on what other work you've done, mindset, you know, um, I won't go on, but I we go in and then after a while we find the root cause that might be causing that crisis. It's like it could be a, a childhood memory or, an, or a trauma that's experienced from childhood. But we don't dive straight into that. I tried that and it threw people back into to, um, trauma mode. So we had to go back to the beginning and start again. So I'm very mindful and, and we go through this little bit. It's like shedding back the pieces of who you are not to uncover who you are and sometimes that little notch like I want to I'm showing you the spiral I know you can't see me but I'm looking at the spiral there's that spiral and that little moment in your childhood could be impacting you now as an adult so sometimes we've got to go back give power back to that little person that didn't have that power in that moment or communicate with something and then it's like giving the self, the the adult self that they teach that self. They teach in that child. You know, you might, I, like for me um, and a lot of clients I work with, we didn't have that guidance as children. We were sort of left to our own devices. You know, learn how to do it yourself. And like I remember being, I must have been about eight and I actually didn't know how to brush my teeth properly. Like, you know, that's the kind of little things that's, but sometimes it's like going back and saying, you can say no to that situation. You don't have to be in that. Like, and then there's like this transformation that happens and it's like I don't have to sit in that anymore. I can transform that and, and create this powerful person from this process. But there's a lot of layers in that. Like I know that's like the short version. Well, not really because I don't tend to make things short, but it's like if we go too fast, it can bounce back into trauma mode. So we have to be very slow, very careful. And some people really want that quick fix and, you know, they might drop out of my world, but they'll come back, you know, they kind of come back and, and when they're ready, they'll experience someone else and they didn't get what they wanted and so they come back and then we have to slow it all down and it kind of crumbles. You know that crumble I was talking about earlier, it's like they'll, they'll experience this big crisis or crumble in their life. It's like a crossroads. And it's the universe kind of saying, you're not really aligned with what you're kind of how you're meant to be living life right now. So it's like a realignment, I guess you want to call it that, but it's doing it yourself. It's not me doing it. I might be telling you lots of information, lots of tools, lots of I, I tend to prescribe people things to do, you know. It might be like just go outside and, and put your feet on the earth and breathe or it might be a simple little energetic tool, but it can really support them to come back in and go, oh, I don't have to be at the effect of everyone around me. I can actually 
feel good in my body. It's going from the outer to the inner, if that makes sense. Uh, I know I went on for a bit. Sorry. No, you're all good, babes. I there's so many things that you said. I'm like, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> you should have interrupted me. No, 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 no. I'm very good at doing that. I'm not the best at listening. I don't know why I'm a podcast host, really. But um, what I what it. you said that was something I want to circle back to was how sometimes a person is with you for a whole year and it's not until after that year that they start to see changes so what you and I do in our awesomeness of our magic and our alchemy and and what we do sometimes there's not like an actual tangible result to be like you did it you got the upgrade you reached the goal you did the thing sometimes it's like there is so much internal reprogramming to the unlearning of the program that we've been plugged into with the matrix that you and I are doing with our clients and it's layer by layer and layer and then sometimes you think this is it and then it's like there's something else and then it's a process and this is why I highly recommend for people to actually be immersed in long-term mentorship as opposed to just a hop in and hop out kind of thing. That's why I created the Oracle membership, which is something that you can be in for as long as you want. And so far, everyone that's in has stayed in because it's kind of like awesome. But it's like a way for the everyday person to stay plugged into like my world and my work and without it necessarily being a huge commitment, but long-term mentorship you then build a relationship with people. Like, I know you so well. Like, I know when things are going great. I check and I go, well, things when things aren't so good, I'm like, mm, you okay, babes? What's going on? Let's, let's have a chat. You know, it's like you get to know your people and how to support them. And sometimes as much as I would love to say that time doesn't exist and it really doesn't, Sometimes in the 3D part of ourselves, which is our physical body and our physical lives, things do take time. There's an integration period that happens. Sometimes that integration can be literally five minutes and that's the quantum leap. Sometimes the integration can be a fucking decade. Absolutely. I know recently it was a year, that integration for me, like, and I think you went through something similar, like integrating and it's 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 no one can put this is where I I say to a lot of clients no one can put time on this for you like you'll know when you are feeling the results you will know internally you know you'll feel it in your body and no one can put even like we talk a lot about in grief you talk a lot that in your programs and things and no one can put time on those things and I think we like to say, well, let's just get it done. Let's get it done. And I'm a fast person like you. I like to like get in, get it done. Let's integrate this. But you know what happens when that happens is that I then get this big slap in the face from the universe going, slow the hell down and let it drop in for you. Like, <laughs> hate that. Universe, <laughs> stop slapping us in the face. Uh, I get those all the time. In case, you know, everyone thinks that I'm amazing, which I totally am. But oh, there are moments where I'm like, oh gosh, this is really 
not fun to be going through. And I thought I'd already done this. Am I not a master of this already? Like, why is this happening again? You know, this is why I get it. Um, I, I just love it, right? Isn't it an interesting journey? And I always talk about this. We think we're just these itty bitty humans and we're so much more than that. And when we kind of dive into this world, it's there's just so much. And that's why sometimes we have to slow things right down. People want to spiritually bypass. They just want to go, I want to do, I want to be able to do this without having to go through all the confronting stuff that you actually have to go through to actually be the best. Like the reason you and I are the freaking bomb.com at what we do is because we faced it all in the face. Like we got rammed up the ass and we were like, <laughs> oh my God, this, this is painful, right? And we faced it and we confronted it. And, and that's why we're so good at, at our gifts because we didn't bypass to get to the wonderful end of the rainbow that's amazing. Like you got to go through the muck. Like I can't sugarcoat that and you, you're probably the same. Like there's so many parts to all of this that aren't pretty and that's why people just give up and they're like this isn't for me and they go back to the 3d reality which makes them miserable and stressed and broke and all the other things that you know the 3d world does so I want to talk a little bit about your relationship with spirit like tell us Who do you connect with? Who are your guides? What do you do with your spirit guides and all the things? Like, I want to say, you know, we we brought that word up earlier, multifaceted, and there's not just one that connects with me that I connect with. Sorry, Um, it can change depending on what's going on. Like a lot of times, I will receive information from through my loved ones, that was where I had to build the trust, you know, and and going through that program with you um, twice. I think I did it with you. I think you've actually done Reunited three times. Three times, did I? Oh, I probably have. You did it three times or twice? can't remember. It feels like you've been in it so many times. I think so. Uh, But each time it it built that connection. (laughs) I love it. So, and I'll probably do this round again too. So, but, you know. It's um because it's like I had to build the trust with them because they are the most, you know, I know them and I trust them. And once I began to really trust them and that I could open up a little bit more to other, other you know, nature channels a lot with me. I channel a lot of nature. Like I could be walking down the road and a tree will have a conversation like it. I might look insane to someone but I don't really care because I'm having a little joke with the tree over there that's been there for a hundred years or you know whatever. You just think of but, what the tree has seen. Oh my god! And and that's right. what I got the other day with what, Friday with my son. I was like, we have seen so much, and I was telling my son this, and he was like, I didn't hear that, and I'm like, but that's what I heard. Like we have seen humanity do the same things over and over here, and and they've seen so much. Sometimes I will have um, information from, um, like, Arcturians. I've had Pleiadians. The other day I did. I was um, channeling Syrian. Is that how you say the word? Syrian, yeah. I think. Um, 
I know I could have wrote it down and sometimes it's like very tribal like a lot of the energy that I bring through um sometimes it can be galactic like I sometimes do healings and it's very um <laughs> it's like pulling things out and doing things and it's like they they always show me what I need to, you know during healings or readings or I'll get things like that. Um, if, say, a client's with me and there's a loved one that really wants to support them, I'll channel that through. I'm finding more and more that that's more of a feeling that I channel through with that. They can actually, like yourself, you do spirit hugs, which is beautiful. It's very similar, but it's more that it's the person really wanting to help activate their loved one, like, and I think that's what you do too, but... I hope I answered your question then. I might have went a little bit too far off, but no, just so many. It depends on the situation. Like it depends on what's current in the energies or what that what that client is desiring or what humanity needs at that point because uh, a lot of what I channel is on a collective level. Absolutely. And I love that one of the things that I say all the time is that if you're going to start working with spirit, the best place to start is with your loved ones in the spirit realm because they are familiar to you. And that's why I'm a big advocate for mediumship development. And it's not because I'm a medium myself. I mean, we're all mediums, but it really is the basis of the mechanics. And once you understand how to channel with an energy that is familiar to you, then you can channel with any energy after that. And that's why I always say, like, if you're going to start anywhere, start with mediumship. Because I think back, and I talked about this in my previous episode, about what mediumship is also for. I can't remember what it was. Episode 30. Um, and I talked about how my intuition became so much stronger when I actually developed my mediumship because now I understood like how the stuff all actually worked as opposed to being like oh I got that well that was a that was amazing of me whereas now I like I know how it comes in I actually know how to interpret it because I worked with my loved ones in spirit that I knew that were familiar to me that helped me develop my skills to now I can channel anything. Like literally I even channel God now, you know, like it's just, that's what we do. Uh, and so you've done, like we see two, three rounds, who knows how many rounds of my reunited program. You're in the Oracle. You've done all of the, all of the things that I've kind of put out there. And I'd love for you to share like what it's like to be in my world. What have I, taught you like would you recommend people to enter my world like all the things I absolutely would because you hold you when 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 I come into your world there's no judgment from you like I don't feel that judgment whereas you know some people I have felt that but you are so open and so understanding of of who I am and you just want the best for me. And I know that that's what you want for everyone in your world. And I would recommend being in your world. It's like you have this, it's like I said earlier, you give people the permission piece. It's like that piece of permission to be you. You be you, you know, you do what, you 
don't or don't hold that back like because that's your gift like you have a way of bringing out the best in me through what you're saying and doing and channeling and I'm loving your new you light codes and I love all that stuff it just like excites my body like <laughs> so much but when that last round of reunited and every round has been a layer upon a layer like we talk about with what we do the last round it taught me what it felt like to feel them and that's the piece I had missed because I had been the information would always come in really fast and really hard and I didn't really know how to interpret it so fast but when I slowed it down I was able to feel what it feels like I could switch those gifts on easier like you said like you explained before so I recommend anyone coming to your world you're you're very vibrant and your energy uplifts it's very activating but not from a place of like triggering do you know what I mean like well I do trigger people sometimes oh well you probably do but not for me I haven't oh maybe I don't know I can't experience them I can't sort of tell you a moment that that's happened I just feel such love with you like you channel such love and I just feel like such integrity, like yourself as well. There's no, you're not being fake, you're doing you. You're doing exactly what you want to do and how you want to do it and you don't let people hold you back. Like, you know, you might have your things that you work through behind the scenes. Obviously we all do, but I don't see that and I don't feel that. So I see you go forward. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Come on, I'm coming with you. Like, let's go. (laughs) I don't want to live it through your experience, but I want to be with you and, experience the energy and and how you are shifting things for others so i absolutely recommend jumping in your world whether that's the oracle membership or i love the oracle because i look forward to it every monday because you get your guidance and it's always so spot on like like last week was a bit of a doozy you know oh, last week was a disaster thank goodness this week's a goodie which i said it would be i did say that oh my gosh <laughs> yes and um and that's what I mean like it's always so relevant and there'll be times I'll be out doing something and I'll hear something Melissa will say in my mind and I'll go oh yeah okay I'll go do that and you know so don't sort of discount what you take when you're in those sessions because you might just have an experience happen and then you'll go you'll hear Melissa in your head going saying something as I'll just about give you an example off the top of my head but I just know it happens to me quite regularly I'm often people say that to me they're like I heard your voice say this in my mind I'm like yes because I'm I, I love it and you're right like I love you and I want you to succeed and I want you to like do what you're here to do on planet earth and my but that's how I feel for everybody I'm like I uh, the the reason I I feel because I've been through so much I've been through like you I've been through hell and back of what it's like to not want to be on planet earth to, well, I don't know if that's been you, but for me, that's been my journey where, you know, I didn't want to be here. I didn't understand how I fit it in and, you know, how are people going to accept my, my divine gifts? Because no one in my family does this stuff. Like all my family are like devout Catholics. So you can imagine like, I was like, how do I tell them that I speak to, well, to me, they're not dead people, though. I used to say that, right? But how do I say that I speak to spirits and that 
you know, now I channel light language and now I'm just like this, this person that does light language on Instagram and all the things like, how, did, how is this me now? You know, like, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my gosh. But I definitely love that you are a part of the things because you're such a, an amazing person who is so supportive of everybody in this space as well and I love seeing you and reunited which now includes a mediumship practice once a week and I love seeing how you channel and all I kind of did was just to help you just refine refine it because you're such a gifted medium and channeler and healer and intuitive and all the amazing things that you are and I also know that you're a pretty gifted light language speaker and I'm going to put you on the spot because you know that's what I do uh so do you want to channel a little bit of light language for us not you can move your hands put some light codes in it if you want well uh, but people won't see that it's just for my benefit but channel a message for humanity in light language I don't know if I'll be able to bring the words in, but I'll definitely bring the light language in. Um, yeah, go for it, babes. I knew you were going to ask me this this morning. I was sitting there at breakfast going, she's going to ask me to do light language today. <laughs> but you're okay. so good. You're so good. <laughs> okay. It's definitely a message from Arcturians today. That's mm. going to be about, you know, just being here and enjoying this journey on Earth and so just going to get myself prepped. Ia kia o nuho re hisni a hakitea hio no oe hak ik aihe ena aietro oe hisni ike truhi o no oe mo etea itoa. Hoia hea ni a hakia e hoitine hea te oe o itine hitia o ke a ratatai a tua. Hisna, 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 hisna. It is done. <laughs> beautiful. That was so beautiful. I was like, had my eyes closed the whole time, hands on my heart. And I was like, I'm home. I'm home to the home planet. Um, you're so amazing. And uh, of course, I didn't teach you light language, uh, but we do light language in Reunited, which is amazing. And I, what I've been finding is that I'm now channeling loved ones in spirit and light language. It's like I don't even channel English anymore. I'm just like channeling light language from loved ones in spirit. And it is the most like profound thing. Um, I don't know why I didn't do this sooner. I've been speaking light language for a while. But it's like I'm giving them the opportunity to speak in the vibration in which they are. It is. So powerful stuff. Because that's their purest. That's the purest form of energy language. Yeah. That's their their purest. Like when you hear, when I listen to, you know, people from their homeland speak their home language, oh, my God, it just vibrates through my whole being because it's their true language and their true expression. And when they start to really experience it, it's like, oh, so when we're channeling through that, it's like it's it's pure. It's yeah, <laughs> it's five D, baby. That's that's what it's <laughs> what making mediumship the norm is really about. Is you know we are taking 
ourselves out of the 3D matrix to embody our 5D to then integrate into the 3D matrix where we're no longer just like a player in this illusion, but we're actually like, oh yeah, I'm kind of the architect now of this 3D matrix and, and what I get to see in my reality. So I feel so deeply honored that you and I have this time. I could literally talk for like 10 hours straight probably, but it's a long podcast episode for people to listen to if it was 10 hours, but I would love for people to be able to connect with you. So where do you kind of hang out on socials? Like what's the thing? And of course I'll tag it into the show notes, but if people want to hang out with you, work with you, be in your space, where do they do that? I have a couple of places. I'm on Instagram. It's Helen Gibson AU with underscores and things in there. And then I've got a, a page, Helen Gibson, and also have a group, a community group that people can come in and I will, you know, put in some fun things to do there or we will, I'll share lots of information. That's called Unique Design with Helen Gibson. So there's a few places that you can join me. Yeah. So feel free to message me, jump into my world, you know, check it out, listen, or observe for a bit. And when you're ready, come and say hey. Yeah. And <laughs> I honestly, I'm pretty picky of who I recommend people to because I that's just how I am. I'm like, I got to have tested it out, you know, like, um, but you're one of those people I have full confidence to be like, go to Helen. She's amazing. I know you're the real deal. And uh, yeah, I'm just so proud of you and to be on mission on planet Earth. I feel like I'm going to cry. I'm like, why did I put mascara on today? But thank you. Thank you for sharing your heart, your journey with all of us and inspiring the listeners. Like, what would you say to them if they're kind of starting and dabbling? Like, what's your piece of wisdom for them to continue on this journey? It is like play. Go and watch others and how they play. Like, you know, don't have to copy them, but like get yourself a deck and just start playing. Like, and the cards, you'll be surprised how like absolutely on point they probably are for you, you know. That's probably the first place. Watch, listen to podcasts. Like, listen to these podcasts and really take in what people are trying to tell you. Listen to Making Mediumship the Norm podcast. (laughs) episodes yes yeah but don't be afraid of what people think like really and if you have to do it in closed doors for a little while do it there until you're ready to kind of branch out a little bit but you'll probably find the more that you are playing in that space the more people will kind of drop into your world that love cards and love all those little things you know and do it at your pace don't feel rushed yeah even though sometimes we do want to be like Give it to me now, <laughs> right? Um, I love that I you that. start with cards because I did. Oh my gosh, that I it took me seven years, if my maths is correct, from when I first bought my first pack of oracle cards to me actually doing readings for people, like taking money from people and actually doing readings as a job took me about seven years that's nearly a whole decade of just playing with cards going no spirit I ain't doing this wacky shit no it's not for me not for me not for me not for me <laughs> of course if you listen to 
the first episode of the podcast, you'll understand how it all happened um, and the journey. But yeah, I love Oracle cards. Mm, I do too. And it's so funny. Later, I've got like over 50. <laughs> That's all I'm allowed. Like if you're going to send me a pack of Oracle cards, I have to get rid of one. So we just won't tell people. But send me Oracle cards. I want to play with your cards, people. Send them to me. Send them to me. Oh, I love it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I've kind of been stopped to myself this year from buying them because I'm like, I've run out of shelf room. I can't put them anywhere else. But, you know, back in the day, there was only Doreen Virtue and maybe, like you know, another one here and there. And now you can create your own deck of cards. It's like become this thing. Like when I created the Whispers from Above cards, I was probably a year before it all kind of started becoming mainstream to make your own deck of Oracle cards. Because that was a journey and a half. I'm like, I am not prepared to do that again right now. Um, but yeah, cards are so much fun. Play with them and just yeah, it's go with your girlfriends and go. Let's let's have a movie night. Let's play with the cards. That's what I do. A girls' night at my house is like watch the Matrix, pull Oracle cards, and then play Cards Against Humanity because that game takes you straight to hell. Like it's so bad. Like. <laughs> that's my personality enlightened and then straight to hell yeah that's delicious. <laughs> um babes i love you so much thank you for your alchemy your activations and everything that you've shared in this episode i love you so much i'm so proud of you and you honestly deserve the world babes like i'm so excited for people to be enlightened by your alchemy so it's just such an honor to walk this earth with you. I love awesome. you so much, Miss Helen Gibson. Um, <laughs> thank you for, thank you, thank you, thank you for being just an incredible person in my life and being someone who has my back. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on my first ever podcast, like interview. Like, thank you. <laughs> you pop my cherry. Your cherry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now Helen is available for more podcast episode peeps so I love it I love it I love it I love it I love popping everybody's cherries it's just kind of what I do so <laughs> in a non popping that kind of cherry yeah so thank you <laughs> I love you so everybody give this episode some love start on your journey and you just never know where you're going to end up you're going to be like Helen and I just saving the world, saving humanity. Hey, Helen. Yep. Let's do it. Let's go. I'm in. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I want to express my utmost gratitude for having you joining me on this journey in making mediumship the norm. As we together continue to explore the depths of the spiritual realm, I ask if you could please leave a five-star review for the podcast. Your feedback and your ratings not only brighten up my day, but they also help others to discover the podcast so we can truly bring mediumship into the everyday homes and conversations. And if you're ready to dive in deeper and want to work with me and see what possibilities await you, I encourage you to book in a reading with me or 
to check out the Soul Love Academy. Thank you so much for being part of this incredible journey in making mediumship the norm. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Until then, remember that you are a gift to the world. Together we awaken, together we align, and together we ascend. Love always, Melissa Espinasi. Mwah!